The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning. Welcome back into the Doctor's Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Hal Schurz. And uh, each week we bring you the information that you need so that you can advocate for your family and yourself for your health care needs. And the show is brought to you by the Docs for Patient Care Foundation, uh, the only physician-led health care think tank in the country. Um, we need your support at www.the4pcfoundation.org. This is a little uh, uh, truncated show. I'm a little frazzled. If you live in any uh, metropolitan area in the country, you know what traffic can do to you. And uh, I was stuck in a uh, complete interstate shutdown, and I felt like Beyonce at the uh, at the uh, recent Grammys when she couldn't get there at the beginning of the show and did not get there in time for her award. Um, Unfortunately, I'm not receiving any award, but I don't need any. I just need to be with you and uh, and uh, share thoughts with you. So this will be an abbreviated show because I've got other commitments to do today. Um, the show was intended to be a split show um, that I was going to do um, on the history of the Docs for Patient Care Foundation, something that I promised I would do on the last show. And um, and I'll have to table that because uh, the second half of the show uh, is all I have time for. And the second half of the show was going to be more of what I've been talking about recently, which is uh, the the complete deterioration of all of our institutions because of wokeism. And... Um, I've given this a lot of thought. There have been articles and I'm going to share with you about this. But the reality is that wokeism is a pandemic. And it's a pandemic that is far worse than COVID. And that's that's hard to believe, hard to swallow, but it's true. COVID was created in a lab by by uh, researchers. I think that there's no uh, controversy about that anymore unless you are completely woke. Um, wokeism was created in a lab, but not in a scientific lab, but in a think tank by leftists, like the people who just got through meeting in Davos at the World Economic Forum. Uh, trying to um, to promote their communistic ideas, their ideas that are um, about the collective and not about the the individuals or the free exchange of ideas. This these ideas are are uh, are are created by individuals at the very top, the elitists who um, want to control the little people and uh, the rules don't apply to them, but they can uh, create the rules to which we all have to live. And that's what wokeism is all about. And they've created this entire movement and they have infected 
people just like COVID did, but instead of infecting their, their lungs or other organs, what it has done is it's infected their minds. It's brainwashed them and it has, um, it has perverted their th- way of thinking so that they now embrace a, a school of thought, a way of thinking that is completely antithetical to norms that, that we take as, as truisms. Men are men, women are women. Um, belief in hard work and, and in, in, uh, uh, achievement. These are, these are truisms and they are being, um, one by one destroyed by this wokest ideology. It's infected people's minds. And unlike COVID in most cases, which people recover from, except if you've got, if you're a, a, a wretched, wretched soul who is, um, unfortunate enough to have long COVID or the sequela, the, the effects of these, um, untested shots in arms that are changing people's, um, immune system. Most people recover from COVID, but not from wokeism. It's a chronic condition. And when it infects the young minds and it's been, um, uh, this, this ideology has been, uh, trickling down to the very youngest in our society, the, the high schoolers, the middle schoolers, the, the, um, the, the primary education, even the preschoolers, teaching them, getting them, um, accustomed to transgender ideology, drag shows in, in schools and other things that are deviant behavior. These are chronic conditions. It's sort of like the, like the zombie apocalypse because one person gets infected and they affect, infect many, especially if they're in a position where they can influence other people like teachers or other educators or, um, or people who run companies who make it policy for people to adopt these ideas or, or suffer the consequences. So I maintain that this is a pandemic unlike any that we've seen before. And there's only one cure for a pandemic and that is to shine sunlight on this on this infection of the mind and fight back against it and have the guts to do so and not pander to those who would try to denigrate you or destroy you if you do fight back people should be very concerned about the future of healthcare in this country here's what i found oh that's my siri sorry about that what is happening in the U.S. constitutes the biggest grift in the history of human history. There are elitists at the top who are funding the destruction of American culture at every level, and they've developed this army of sycophants 
who've been indoctrinated to serve their masters. And they do so by bullying and intimidating until the fringe ideas become mainstream and resistance is condemned as everything that's abhorrent to human beings. These leftists have embraced this European critical theory and developed what we now have accepted as DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And the DEI um, criteria have been adopted into courses and training that are now being put into the mainstream of businesses and schools everywhere. It's been embraced by CEOs, by academicians, by people who are in charge of organizations across every aspect of American society. Now it's permeated into medicine, into medical schools, into medical societies, into residency programs. And this is dangerous, my friends, when we start looking at these ideas and treat people differently because of their identity based on the way that they look or if they're in an aggrieved group and give people preferential treatment medically because of that, we've descended into a very, very slippery slope, a very dark time. This movement is polluting our system. It's undermining standards and replacing them with criteria that in and of themselves are racist and divisive. To use diversity and equity and inclusion as any criteria for anything furthers division and it produces animosity by people who have worked hard and who have sacrificed to get ahead. So this idea rewards people based on tribalism and it further divides people. And this is exactly leftist ideology. This is what they are counting on. It's exactly what these puppet masters, the ones who are the elitists, are counting on their minions to do so that they can achieve their ultimate goal, which is the destruction of normal society and the replacement by a a, a government. Initially, it will be a government of of countries. Eventually, it will be a one-world order where the puppet masters are in charge of everything. They decide whether or not you have a gas stove or whether or not you get to drive a, um, a combustion vehicle or whether or not you can go to a school that you want to or you have to go to the school that they decide you're going to go to so you get indoctrinated. We see that in China. That happens every day. So this is not far off in the future on the path that we're headed. Oh, the um, CEOs, the medical school deans, the university presidents, and all others who succumb to this mob are cowards and liars. Very few actually believe this garbage. Otherwise, 
many of these individuals would not even be allowed to keep their positions because they've gotten them through hard work and achievement or who they know or who they are, not based on the color of their skin or their aggrieved group. So they're frauds. And that's what I mean by this being a gigantic grift. Who among these people would allow a surgeon to operate on their child who was selected on the basis of their race because they're black or on the basis of their aggrieved group because they're transgender and they know nothing and they're unskilled and they are they're um, poorly qualified to do their job. Nobody would. None of these none of these hypocrites would allow that. They want the best, and these people are in many cases far from the best. And you can bet that these hypocrites are counting on being able to get the help that they need when the time comes. But on this trajectory, I maintain, there will be nobody but the mediocre ones who will be in medicine. And this is what they don't see. Because that's coming. This whole movement is forcing the smart people, the good people, the ones who have worked hard to say, why would I even embark on this? Why would I go down this path if I can't count on getting into a school that I want to get into, or I've got to study about the 37 genders instead of anatomy, which is what is happening in medical schools where curricula is being replaced by social justice courses instead of the courses that are necessary to take care of patients. So, my friends, instead of DEI, um, we who have not lost our minds, we who are not mentally ill, like these people, like these cowards who who are afraid to stand up to these bullies that are pushing DEI, should take back the narrative. We should control what is happening in our society and base achievement, based base um, promotion, base acceptance into certain occupations or advancement, not on DEI. We should create a different paradigm. We should create rhyme. R-I-M-E, not D-E-I. R-I-M-E, which would be respect, individualism, meritocracy, and equality. Respect. Respect everybody. Respect everybody's point of view. But don't shove it down everybody's throat. Don't make people embrace ideas that they don't embrace. Don't make them celebrate things that are against the way that they think. They should respect people who may think differently, but they sh- people should not be forced to celebrate it. Individualism. This country was based on individualism. The people who 
all of these medical schools, which I'm going to talk about if we have some time in in a few seconds, are named after all of these medical schools that are preaching social justice, the ones in New York, like the Carl Icahn School of Medicine or the Perlman School of Medicine, they're named after after business people who didn't make their fortunes because of their identity. They made it because they were individuals and they worked hard. And now to say that that doesn't count for anything is absurd. So we need to embrace individualism just as we embrace meritocracy. People work hard and we should reward people for the hard work that they do. And everybody has an opportunity in this great country to work hard and to achieve. And the people who claim otherwise are embracing victimhood because it furthers their goals. It They are feathering their own nests and they are becoming rich and powerful based on spewing this ideology. We are a country where anybody can get to any position in this country with hard work. Look at Barack Obama, the president of the United States before who we have now, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. He got to be president. Some people will say not because of hard work. They'll say it because of identity. But nonetheless, it's a country where somebody like Barack Obama could elevate to become president of the United States. And there are countless examples of where people who came from impoverished or disadvantaged um, backgrounds rose to achieve greatness. You look at, in the black community, you look at people like Colin Powell, or you look at um, Ben Carson, who is the, one of the foremost um, uh, pediatric um, neurosurgeons in the country. These people didn't get to where they got to because they were black. They got there because they worked their butts off and they deserved what they got. And that's true for every single person in a meritocracy. And when you take that away, then you have not a meritocracy, but you have mediocrity. And that's where we're heading. And finally, equality. Equality is not the same as equity. Equality means that we treat everybody equally. Equal justice under the law, not selective justice under the law. Equal opportunity for every single person, not treating people based on race or any other uh, parameter. These are the, um, the, the, this is the paradigm that we should be embracing as free thinking as liberty-loving Americans rhyme. And I challenge every single CEO, every single dean of medical schools, everyone who's in a position of power to reject DEI, which is nonsense. It's racist in and of itself. 
and instead embrace a different narrative, which I would like to see people who have a brain left in their head to start to promote and push back and and try to counter this wokest infection, this wokest pandemic that is infecting our society because, my friends, we are on a horrible trajectory. There's a couple of articles that I'm going to try to just briefly share with you that um, uh, really highlight what I've just talked about. One was actually in the Wall Street Journal um, last week, and it was about the medical schools that are um, eliminating academic and intellectual um, criteria, and they are going to replace it with social justice criteria. So uh, let let me let me frame this for you. The U.S. and news U.S. News and World Reports is, and I and I don't think that highly of this because much of what they report on is 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 um, difficult to to uh, uh, to swallow some of the criteria that they use for ranking, but but still they rank programs in large part based on on metrics that have to do with how people do on test scores, um, how they um, do in terms of of academic excellence. And and so far the US News and World Report has resisted the attempts by medical schools to incorporate into their rankings social justice criteria. They, the, there are medical schools that want to have the U.S. News and World Report rankings reflect issues that are diversity, equity, and inclusion based and that incorporate the, um, the issues like, um, lived experiences. Intersection, intersectionality, research accomplishments in social justice, commitments to social and racial justice, showing their degree of commitment, and core values that are aligned with our way of thinking. That's what the medical schools are saying and that the U.S. News and World Report is rejecting. So as a result of this, many medical schools are just saying, okay, fine, U.S. News and World Report. If you won't incorporate this, we will no longer participate in your ranking system. To that, I say good riddance. But we're talking about schools that previously have been considered some of the best schools in the country. We're talking about um, Stanford Medical School. We're talking about Columbia Medical School. The University of Pennsylvania Medical School. These are, are all schools that have had in the past a very rigorous and um, well-respected uh, uh, curriculum that were taught by highly respected and educated professors. Well, these professors have been infected with wokeism and they are embracing the social justice mantra and feel that 
being able to educate and train physicians who embrace the social justice criteria are far more important than producing doctors who are are highly educated who are um who are uh qualified to learn the skill sets that are necessary to become good doctors. So what's happening is that this is a debate that is going on over the definition of excellence. Is the measure of quality um, doing better in school or on tests, or is it having the correct representation of skin color or a suitably... Um, acceptable, impoverished background or ideologic commitment. You tell me who you want taking care of you when you are on a gurney in the emergency room on death's doorstep. Somebody who is committed to um, being able to um, uh, give social justice to everyone or somebody who knows their stuff and can help save your life. I don't think that there's a debate right here. And this is the this is the war right now that we're facing, folks. And it's high time that people who are in power, who have an opportunity to fight back, do so. So I'm sorry that this is an abbreviated show today. I've had um my issues with a shutdown on the interstate highway and I've got to get back to my full-time job, which is taking care of people who I know how to take care of on the basis of my uh, professional I- intellectual ability and not on the basis of social justice. I take care of everybody equally and not preferentially. In, that, in the next show, I'll be back to go over what I had intended on this show, which is the history of the Docs for Patient Care Foundation, which I hope everybody will contribute to generously. Thanks for being with us on this abbreviated show of the Doctor's Lounge. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.